0: Welcome to Flowers and Photos with PeeBee and Shay. Hello, everybody.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: (laughs) Now, you guys know, of course, that we're engaged, so we do a lot of stuff for couples, but this episode could even help out some of our single friends. Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Today, we're going to talk about um, how to select the right mate. How do you find the right person for you to date? Um, As we're out here, especially, you know, in today's, modern dating society sometimes you have to make a decision and you're trying to choose between like oh my god well i've spent time with you know these two or three people and now i have to decide who to really focus on and who to be
1: serious about
0: and there's no such thing as a perfect partner
1: right and ladies before you get to he's gonna choose me no you still have to decide (laughs) that's right it's just like going to a job interview they're
0: interviewing you but you're also interviewing them to see if that's the right place for you to be at Um, Everyone is looking for the person that kind of meets their own individual needs. And so we take that into account. So So it's like, well, then if everyone's looking for something different, how do I find what's right for me? How do I know what I'm supposed to be looking for? And as we mature, of course, we know now. Because you know we're smarter, we're better than we used to be, and now we know that we we're not supposed to be choosing people strictly on you know their physical looks or their income. No more ladies, you know. I need I just need somebody six feet with six figures, you know. <laughs> uh, guys are no longer you know mature. Young
1: 36, man. 24, 36.
0: Right. <laughs> she could be a brick house and still drive you absolutely insane inside of your house. Right. So how do you pick then? If we're not going to be shallow about it, then how do we pick people? If we, we're taking out qualifications like height and like material possessions and just you know how the person looks how am I supposed to pick the person that's right for me it's driving me crazy so I want to date I want to be in a good relationship how do I know which relationship is going to be the match for me how am I supposed to judge a person um how do I really know who to pursue so there's a theory in dating that teaches you to judge your potential mate on two things and those two things are what chemistry is one okay and the other is compatibility two things. So not saying that you're not going to have a list of like, okay, this, the person that I would like, you know, it would be fun if they would have these qualifications. Yes. All of that aside, we're not talking about your, your personal list. We're talking about when you found someone that has the things on your list. Now you're trying to figure out, should I take this relationship further? Do I have my blinders on? Cause you know, they always say when you meet a person you have on like, what is it, rose-colored glasses or rose-tinted right. glasses? Do I have on my rose-tinted glasses today and I'm, I'm only seeing the good in this person? Am I missing red flags in this relationship? What should I be looking at? So the first thing that they tell us to look at is chemistry. Mm. Um, chemistry is it's exactly what it sounds like. When you see this person and you get, like, butterflies in your stomach when you see them, you guys are just... Physical attraction is no problem. You're absolutely physically attracted to this person. They are absolutely physically attracted to you. Mm-hmm. Um, the sexual energy is good. You enjoy spending time together. This is that person that, like, you talk to them on the phone, and you realize at two in the morning that you've been on the phone for five hours with this person, and you're like, "Oh my God, I never, did, I never stay on the phone with a person that long," but yet I can
1: talk to them all day. That's chemistry. Yeah, that's chemistry, and that chemistry. I, I, just like it, in school, chemistry mm-hmm. is scientific. Right. It's, Absol- so, it's the sparks, it's, right. It's, you can't gauge it. You can't control it. It's right. just natural. Right. Pheromones, hormone, whatever. It's all just natural. You know, and chemistry is what everything that you love about somebody before responsibility kicks in. Absolutely. Listen, say that again. <laughs> Absolutely. Before you have to get real. Right. That's all the fun stuff.
0: Chemistry is like, you know, you love spending time with this person. It's just like, oh my God. You tell your friends like we met and it was just an instant connection. That's the chemistry side of things. You'll
1: go do the hobby that you'll go join them in their hobby that something right. you can't stay. Right, right. Just to be with them.
0: Like I hate basketball, but all of a sudden I'm shooting hoops. Like <laughs> <laughs> because you have so much chemistry, you right. just want to spend time with this person. Signs that your relationship are high in chemistry. Um, are things like holding hands, like when you guys see each other, it's unspoken. You just right, PDA that you just gravitate towards each other. Yeah, you're he's always touching you, or you're always touching on him. Um, you naturally make eye contact when you're talking to this person. They're always telling you like, "Oh, you're so fine." <laughs> <laughs> My bad, y'all. I got cut up. In <laughs> look away. Look away. <laughs> You miss this person when you're away from them. Yeah. Um, Physical attraction is not an issue. Like the chemistry. Chemistry is the feel good side. That's the, you know, that's the butterflies. That's the puppy love side of things. And relationships can have chemistry long term. So that's not to say they're like, oh, that's the temporary side of things. It's really not. There are relationships that can have really strong chemistry throughout
1: the relationship. Um, I think the thing with chemistry is. In short bursts, it can be electric, it can Mm -hmm. be explosive. Right. But just like anything with chemical makeup, over it's going to change at some point.
0: Right. Absolutely. Chemistry can be very cyclical throughout your relationship. So right. you can have periods with the same person. And it doesn't mean that the love stops. But you can have periods where y'all are just on fire for each other. And then periods where that slows down and that calms down. Yeah,
1: when somebody has to work overtime.
0: Right. When, the, when you're gone, all that. When kids come into play. Yeah. And now you don't really have all the personal time uh, to spend together. That's when, you know, sometimes chemistry goes into a down cycle. And you have to have something else to fall back on. That's when we start
1: planning date dates, right? Exactly. And just you to, to make sure you have time. Just to
0: make sure you have time for each other, you have to do something to get out of the house. But if you, if all you have is chemistry, right? When it cycles down and things calm down a little bit, or you know, when kids are added to the mix, or you've been married for ten years to this person, you also have to have the other side of the equation,
1: which is compatibility. And I look at compatibility as the practical side of relationships. Right. It's like, uh, does this peg fit in this hole?
0: Absolutely. Com- <laughs> compatibility looks at things like your your spending habits. Like, right. are you a really prudent saver and this person is Gucci down to the socks? You You may not be compatible. Because you may have all the chemistry in the world, but then when it comes to raising a family together mm-hmm. and being in a household together, this person spends money like water and you're saving for your future.
1: But I think compatibility is the one, like chemistry is totally out of, out of people's control. Right. Compatibility can be controlled. It can be through communication, that's the third C, right. chemistry, compatibility communication. Through communication, you can work things out because you have to bring two lives together mm-hmm. in the first place. So some things that you may not be maybe I wouldn't say incompatible, you're just not compatible yet. Right. You know, like spending habits, okay. Well right. we're gonna we're gonna do a budget. Right. We're gonna stick to it.
0: Now, but
1: but that's where compatible. that's where
0: when you look at compatibility, is this person willing to change that? Is that something that this person can change? And are they willing to change that? Are they flexible on that or is that something that they feel strong? You know, for example, so money habits is is one thing to look at for compatibility, yeah. but what about religion? So, okay, I, I pray every morning at 8 o'clock and I met a person that's an atheist. Is that person willing and able to change that or modify that? You know, do 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 one of you even want to modify um, your religious beliefs for this relationship? If not, you may not be compatible long term.
1: Right, that one thing can destroy everything. Yeah. But I think the biggest thing to be compatible on is having open minds. Yeah. And being, like I say, being flexible, being open to... Now, everybody has their their line in the sand where Mm -hmm. I'm not doing that. Right. I can't right. I can't live like that. Yeah. So, but you have to be honest about that too.
0: You have to be honest about it. I think so many times when we meet people, we are, we we say that we're super flexible about things that really bother us long-term.
1: But we're super flexible until we're not. Until we're not. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> so, on the compatibility side of things, it's knowing where you stand and knowing where your partner stands. And knowing what, the, first of all, what your deal breakers are. And what's going to ruin your life. What what would ruin your life may not even affect another person's you know having a financial misunderstanding one person spending all the money and one person being a saver that that could ruin it for one couple and for another couple it's a non-issue they don't it's not even that important to them they don't even care uh religion for one person could be a deal breaker and for another person it's a non-issue so not saying that thing that if you guys don't agree on all the areas of compatibility then it's a deal breaker it's saying these are the things that make a couple not compatible yeah. so so topics like you know child raising how do you if you if there are going to be children involved how does the other person raise children how do they or if you have children and now you're going to be blending families how do each of you feel about child raising how do you feel about how should children be disciplined and taught and things like that and do you agree in those areas or are there going to be some deal breakers there um what kind of goals do you have anyway you know even if there's not going to be children in the in the relationship what kind of goals do you have long term for your life
1: and what ha- in a lot of cases those the, people tend to put goals in stone you know they don't they don't think the goal can be changed or altered it's like that's when you say well we grew apart right i want this he wants that or she right. wants this so that could have been, you would have known that up front had you really discussed your compatibility.
0: Right. Compatibility is, you know, looking at your value systems. What right. is important to you? Does that person value the same things? That overall. So, it, you know, don't get, don't harp in on the individual facets that we're talking about. What is important to you? What makes your life what it is? What, what is important in your home? What are things that you value? Now, does that person place values on those same things? Um, When you, someone that you're compatible with, you will have similar interests with. Not saying that, oh, well, they play basketball, so you have to love basketball. No, absolutely not. But you will have similar interests as that person because you have similar values and similar goals. So quite naturally, some of your interests are going to fall in line with each other. You can feed off of each other's ideas. When you share a value system with a person and they're talking you'll find yourself finishing their thoughts or finishing their sentences when you hear them talk you're generally in agreement with what they're saying because you guys have shared values
1: right, and nobody's going to agree on everything no but, yeah, but...
0: but you can at least understand you can there may be someone that you have shared values with that something they say you don't agree with but you can understand where they're coming from you can you can understand their thought processes um you listen when they speak you consider them wise like you you value their opinion on things
1: i think the combat compatibility is the most important portion Mm -hmm. of it but too many times chemistry makes people ignore compatibility compatibility and
0: compatibility will make you you know so for example can you, you may be compatible because let's say okay you're in the same income bracket you spend money similarly you have similar interests let's say you both work in the same industry You have shared values on family, and it just feels like the perfect match. But there's no chemistry. There's no chemistry. You're not really in love with the person. It's just that on paper, you guys make the perfect couple. You're raised by similar families. His family loves you. You love his family. On paper, you make the perfect couple. You know, the person is intellect out the roof. You know, you, you love hearing them talk, everything they say you deem to be true. But there's no chemistry. You're not really in love. You're not at the whole, you know, y'all aren't really at the holding hands. I have to see this person uh, level of dating. What happens is long term. Yeah, you are you may be compatible, but without chemistry, that's a boring life to live. When you just married the person that was, quote unquote, the right person for you to marry, but there's really no friendship behind it, that breaks a lot of marriages. Because in any relationship, no matter how compatible you are, you're going to run up against hard times. When you get to those times and you're disagreeing on whatever it is you're disagreeing on, typically in between the disagreements it's the friendship that you guys have and the love that you have for each other that causes you to hold on to that relationship. If all you have is mm-hmm. compatibility and no chemistry, then in between arguments all you're doing is waiting for the next argument. There's no friendship yeah. to fall on.
1: And since there are exceptions to everything, I will say, uh, compatibility and chemistry can be flipped when it comes to like say arranged marriages. So we're talking about Western. Right, just traditional, Western, right. Traditional relationship, right. But in uh, Other cultures arranged marriage, they get married first. Right. Then
0: they build everything from the ground. I have a friend
1: that did that, yeah. Yeah. And
0: And the family really kind of vets the person to see if they're gonna be compatible with you, if they think that this is gonna be a good match for you. And you know, you also don't wanna just have chemistry alone and no compatibility, because then it's you know, you're 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 setting yourself up for an unhealthy relationship yeah we're in love but we don't agree on any of the fundamentals we don't agree on any of the foundational stuff but i love
1: him and he's cute and chemistry is gonna come in the inbox
0: (laughs) (laughs) you can find you can find chemistry anywhere you can find
1: what's gonna happen is you'll be out and you'll have chemistry with a stranger that's
0: right and if that's all you're judging it on
1: right if that's what's most important to you.
0: Right. You're in danger. You can you can find you will have chemistry with lots of people that are not your person. Because we're
1: just designed that way.
0: Yeah. You can you can be compatible with a lot of people who are not your person. Sometimes you will find compatibility with a person and you're like, oh my God, but we would be the perfect couple. We would be like this super couple, and there's just no chemistry there. There's just it's just not a match. There's no interest, there's no love, there's no spark. A relationship without the spark is very boring. A relationship with Mm -hmm. only chemistry has no foundation. So you need a little bit of both. You have to find someone where you have chemistry with the person and you're compatible. Don't skip either one of those.
1: And communicate about both. Yeah. You know, understand what's going on. Don't you? uh, Be like I say, be in the moment, but understand the moment.
0: Yeah. You and you have to. Be real with yourself. I, I was always taught, if you lie to anyone, don't lie to yourself. Right. Don't lie to yourself. When you see a person, typically we notice the red flags on a person almost immediately. And we brush those off or we will um, forgive a person for them, you know, quite easily.
1: Yeah.
0: Because we have so much chemistry with the person and we want it to work. You know, oh my God, well, this he's such an amazing person. Yeah, well, we don't really believe
1: in the same stuff, but I can overcome that. Chemistry blocks red flags.
0: <laughs> <laughs> absolutely
1: it does because it feels good blind. that's a like love is blind that's when chemistry's kicking
0: yeah it feels so good to have amazing chemistry with someone that you're right it really does it blocks the red flags out
1: and then you think that i'll never have chemistry like this with anybody again right Seven billion, 7 billion people in the world yeah but people get caught up on one person and just ignore everything everything
0: else yeah i i'm a believer that there's there are more than one, poten- there's more than one potential match for a person. Um, right. And you're going to meet a lot of people that feel really good and amazing to you who just aren't your person, who just aren't your match. So make sure that you're looking at it from both sides of the spectrum. Okay, so I know I feel good about this person. I love spending time with them. But now 10 years from now, what are the things that we're going to base our life on? What are the things that are going to be the the fundamentals, the foundation of our relationship? Do we have an agreement on those things as well? Chemistry versus Compatibility. Have fun while you're out there finding your person. Happy happy hunting. (laughs) Happy hunting. We're so glad you guys stopped in for this quick tip with PB and Shay. If you're not following us on Instagram, we don't know why you're not. It's PB and Shay forever. That's PB and Shay forever.
1: And on Facebook, you can find us at Flowers and Photos with PB and Shay. Send those couples in. Get us those pictures. We
0: I know. We have a new couple of the day feature on our Facebook page. we love to see you as our couple of the day. We're
1: getting so many submissions. And yeah. It's great to see, see. I was telling Shay today, seeing couples love each other yeah. is amazing. I, I love it. We see so much negativity in the world. Yeah. So.
0: People send such amazing stories in the inbox when they send over their couple
1: of the day right. pictures. So, so we we right welcome about. it. Goodbye, everybody. Have a good day.